Here is the nine o'clock news. <laughs> no, I'm just messing about. Oh, I couldn't stop myself once I started with good evening. Why did I even say that? <laughs> if you haven't figured it out yet, I'm Olivia, being silly, and this is the Y2K podcast. <laughs> Tammy and I were winding each other up before we started recording, and I guess I just can't stop. Tammy's agreed to stay in the studio with me today, so I don't have to feel creeped out all alone in this basement. Say hi, Tammy. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Of course, Tammy's only here to show you that I do have friends and am not a complete loner. All right. (laughs) someone wrote in and said I seem so lonely and I should find some nice chums and someone else said I should get a boyfriend (laughs) not happening but yeah I have nice chums so don't worry about me but I like being alone too nothing wrong with that in fact pretty damned healthy if you ask me Anyway, last week Kat got yelled at and Jess was going to make dumplings with Rachel. Let's see what this week brings. Do you want to say it with me, Tammy? Okay. Welcome Welcome to the the year year 2000. 2000. Kat, everything okay? Just haven't heard from you in a little longer than usual. So... uh... I had a great time the other night with uh, Maya and Bri and Tia and uh, Rachel. It felt so right to make food together and eat it. Um, yeah, (laughs) that's what you usually do with food. (laughs) I guess what I mean is that it felt normal and home-like and comfortable. With everything that's been happening, I really need that. And I think Bri does, too. I was a disaster at dumplings, though. It's fiddly, and you have to pleat them just so. Well, you probably know, oh, you of incredible cooking skills. Does Jono appreciate your cooking properly? He better. I miss it. (laughs) Anyways, I just couldn't get the pleats to stay pleated. Bri was a star, though, and Rachel was pretty good. Maya was a pro, of course, as was Tia when she got home from work. But then they make dumplings a lot. I ended up being in charge of making filling. I was pretty good at that. Mushrooms and kimchi and tofu. It was delicious. And we talked and laughed and I felt relaxed and happy. It was beautiful. And, uh... It was wonderful to see Rachel again. I'll admit to you, but to no one else, that yes, of course I'm attracted to her. She's fantastic and so kind and smart and funny and, well, gorgeous too. There's a real spark, you know? and I get all babbling and silly because there's no oxygen to my brain. It's been a long time since anyone made me feel like this. But there is a but. 
I really can't deal with anything romantic right now. I am very slowly getting to grips with everything after crisis on top of crisis, and I'm not over Claire, and I'm still overwhelmed with school, and, and this is the most important reason. I want to focus on Bri. I want to make sure she is happy, well, as happy as possible anyways, and that there is room for us to talk and laugh and cook and build our connection again. When that feels more stable, if Rachel's still around and seems interested, then maybe we can try something. <laughs> I don't even know what people do anymore, and uh, even less what they do in New Zealand. I was in a relationship for almost three years that started off as a one-night stand. Hey, I have no clue. A date? Do people even go on dates? Never mind. Not there yet. Not sure I'll ever get there. <sighs> I uh, tried writing about my family. We had an assignment that was pretty unstructured and was just, write what you know. So uh, I tried describing my parents, you know, as objectively as I could. They have good qualities as well as bad, and I tried to bring them out, but uh, it's way too close. Just made me anxious. Then I tried writing my coming out story. Everyone has to write that at some point, right? And uh, I never have. But of course my parents play a huge part in that as well, so in the end I wrote about you. <laughs> you don't mind, do you? I wrote about meeting you and us becoming friends and flatmates and Spending Christmas in Sweden with you and your mom that year, and how our friendship has always been about supporting each other. Nothing bad or incriminating, <laughs> promise. I can send it to you if you like. Anyways, I need to start on my next assignment, where I have to make a phone book page somehow tell a story. <laughs> yep, same bananas professor, but it's usually fun once I get into it. Have to finish that this afternoon because, surprise, Brian and I are going ballroom dancing. <laughs> yeah, shocked me too. But they have drop-in dance classes and Bri was so excited when she saw it that I just went with it. It'll be a bonding sibling thing. Let me know what's up at your end. You feel very far away today somehow. Sending oceans of hugs. Love you. Jess, I miss you. Sorry for the radio silence. <laughs> I'm at Jono's. He's, um, we're <laughs> having a party, I guess. <laughs> Sharon and Emma are here, 
and uh, loads of Jono's friends. I'm not sure they like each other very much. <laughs> I feel all wrong. <laughs> I I'm wearing this dress Jono gave me and it's really nice, but you know, not very me. It's black, which is fine, but it's short and poofy and in a shiny fabric, which feels weird. Also, I suppose it shouldn't be a big deal, but Jono just told me that this dress that I'm wearing <laughs> used to belong to his ex. <laughs> I mean, I, I shop for secondhand clothes all the time, and we've been shopping together at the vintage stalls in Camden Lock, but <laughs> I, I just assumed he bought me a vintage dress. Not that he'd found his ex's dress in his closet and decided to give it to me. It feels weird. Is it weird? Or am I just being oversensitive? John always says I'm too sensitive, that it's upsetting when I cry. He says tears feel manip manip man manipulative to him. Maybe he's right. <laughs> Damn. I need a cigarette. It's, I, I just... It's, I, I, I just... I feel like he's dressing me up as his ex and in front of his friends who might well have seen her in this dress and I had no idea and I I've been jealous of her he's talked about her quite a bit and I've never been properly jealous before I thought I wasn't the type. <laughs> Damn it, the dress, the fucking dress is tied on me. And <laughs> so whatever else she is, she is also thinner than me. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Jess, sorry to offload all this on you. I'm drunk and tired and upset and I've been trying to cut down on smoking which isn't helping. What the hell is going on out there? There you are. Am I now leaving?
What? What is going on? That guy in there, Simon, I think, is being an ass. And your boyfriend is defending him. What? Are you coming? Uh, I, I, I should probably... Emma's already outside. I'm going now. Okay. I'll just tell Jono that I'm... Fine. We will wait for exactly five minutes. Jono? Jono? How's my princess? You look so hot tonight. Mm. <laughs> look, uh, I'm going home with Sharon and Emma. No, you can't leave. I have a strict policy against you leaving. <laughs> Let me get you a drink. Nice reference, sweetie. Uh, I... No, I, I think I should just go. We'll talk tomorrow, okay? Go. Have fun with your friends. But I want to have fun with my girlfriend. <laughs> See you tomorrow, sweetheart. <laughs> Be right there, Sharon. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Jess. Hi Jess, sorry about last night, I was drunk and everything was messed up. <laughs> Turns out I also had PMS, which could explain some of the crying. <laughs> Haven't talked to Jono yet today, I guess he's still asleep. But uh, Sheeran and Emma filled me in on the details on the bus home last night. Apparently this guy, Simon, um, a colleague of Jono's, that I haven't met before, um, was trying to chat Emma up all night. I guess I just didn't notice. At first she thought it was okay, he seemed nice enough. But it became more and more intrusive as he had more to drink. And when she said no, he didn't accept it and grabbed her and tried to kiss her. Emma, of course, started yelling at him and Sheeran supported her and a glass got smashed by mistake. Uh, at this point, Jono jumped in and uh, the way Emma and Sharon tell it was angry with them for making a big deal out of nothing also for breaking the glass which was some special bloody blood design thing I I have to get his side of course but either way, I hate that they didn't get along. They met before, of course, many times. But 
my friends had never met Jono's friends and I was hoping it would go really well. Yeah, it didn't. <laughs> I miss you. I hope ballroom dancing was wonderful. <laughs> I know it makes your skin crawl to watch it, but uh, maybe it's different when you're actually doing it. <sighs> I'll leave a more coherent message another time and uh, let you know how everything goes and respond to some of the other things you were telling me about. I love you. Hang on. Kat didn't seem hungover. That's not fair. She was pretty drunk the night before. <laughs> Maybe she actually drank some water and didn't stay out all night. True. Seems she left sort of valley-ish. Alright. I feel better now. But that guy Simon? And Jono standing up for him? That is just revolting. I, I can't believe Kat's so, so calm about it. I mean, yeah, she has to hear his side of the story and everything, but her, the, the fact that her friend's been sexually assaulted by a boyfriend's mate is a really big deal. I guess it was a different time back then. You have to come closer, Tammy. I can barely hear you. What was that? I said it was a different time. I suppose it was. Long before hashtag me too and everything that followed, but still, something isn't quite right here. We will see what happens. Tammy's helped me do a pre-recorded outro thing with all the context stuff, so I will play that now. Saves me from recording the same thing every episode. Talk to you next week. Bye for now. Bye! If you knew either Kat or Jess or any of their friends 20 years ago, I would like to hear from you. Please email me at y2kpod at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter or Instagram at y2kpod. That's the number two. Also, check out our webpage at y2kpod.com where you can find more info and, of course, listen to all the episodes. The show is also on Apple Podcasts, what used to be iTunes, on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you like Y2K, please tell your friends to listen too. And if you have a minute, it would mean so much if you would rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It can help others find the show, and also, it makes me very happy. If you want to support the show further, thank you so much. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash y2kpod and pledging a monthly amount. From one US dollar, you get all our episodes early. So, if you were a patron, you could check out next week's episode in just a few days. Our fantastic music is created and recorded by Jake Hawes. Check out his podcast, Making Music with Jake Hawes, to hear more. I'm Olivia, thank you for listening, and welcome back next week when we return to the year 2000.